Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of Night Stalker Podcast, Season 2, Episode 213. Today's topic is going to be... We're going to talk about MUFON. It is an organization uh, that studies uh, possible UFO sightings, so on and so forth. Um, and I think the reason that I bring this up, it's like a lot of other um, organizations, you know, that chase Bigfoot, Loch Ness, so on and so forth. However, we have to think about something. This organization was originally established uh, in the Midwest, and it was actually called the Midwest UFO Network, and it was originated on May 31st, 1960, Actually, I think in Quincy, Illinois, by uh, Alan uh, Utke, Walter uh, Andrus, and John Schuessler. Now, I don't mean to be a critic, but I but I am. Um, I'll give it to you. Yeah, do I believe in the possibility of life somewhere else? Yes. Why do we always assume that life somewhere else is more intelligent than us? In all probabilities, we may be a hell of a lot smarter than they are. So, this organization was basically developed to study um, study UFOs for the they have it as the benefit of humanity. Uh, Forty three countries, uh, fifty throughout the United States. However, think about it. The membership. Now, think about the the large geographical landscape that 43 countries, uh, 50 states would cover. Uh, the number of people. The amount of people that see that that see and report things. It currently has 4,000 members. Okay, that's not a lot. Um, and of course, this organization, uh, you know, and I, I hate to throw the wrench into the wheels, and I'm going to, is supported by people like George Knapp, Nori, uh, Cabell, and all those other uh, car salesmen who make a living on selling stories that are not exactly 100% true. Uh, so, based on that fact, you know, here, here's the problem you run into. Okay, so the U.S. government has been taking reports of sightings of unidentified objects for decades. But the core problem we have here is that with all this money the government spent, all the reports they've taken, all of the research that has been done, no one has yet to date been able to take a clear, definitive picture of anything that even slightly resembles some type of spacecraft. 
there have been rumors of them be, be, uh, being uh, held in Area 51 by uh, Robert Rosar, who is just a um, pathological liar. He doesn't know anything about anything. He's, his stories are all can all be, you know, completely picked apart. Um, if you read a couple of my, or, or if you listen to a couple of my earlier episodes, uh, we, we take him and we just go over all of his um, key points that he said that he was, you know, when he worked at Area 51, and none of the points that he makes are uh, valid. Uh, the MUFON claims to have uh, more than 500 uh, field investigators and specialized teams to investigate possible physical evidence of extraterrestrials, and yet we not only not be able to take a, f uh, a clear definitive photo, we have not found any definitive evidence, and here's the problem with the finding soil samples with, uh, you know, meteorite contamination and stuff like that. Remember when the earth was struck millions of years ago by a meteor or several meteors, the periplastic cloud, uh, you know, um, contained meteorological debris, which would have obviously covered the earth, which means theoretically this material could be found anywhere. And it kind of goes back to the um, original um, thought I had when I did um, Creatures of Folklore, Fact or Fiction. What is, was the real intent of the army, just like for Project Blue Book? Project Blue Book, if people, you know, think about it, was not, not really developed to catalog UFOs, per se, but it was a deterrent, distraction, reflect, you know, deflective method of the U.S. military to make people thinking that military test helicopters were, you know, flying saucers, spacecraft. So people that would see stuff, they would record it, believing that they were actually seeing flying saucers, extraterrestrial flying saucers which deflected them from thinking that there was actually military aircraft, you know, being experimented on. This is no different, in, really, in a way, because the military has this ability, just like the government, to deflect information that they don't want to know, they don't want you to know, and come up with some other, you know, uh, fairy tale, which will distract you from what's really going on. Um, yeah, of course there's a lot of reports, there's a lot of sightings, you know, even, even the Betty and Barney Hill uh, abduction in 61 in New Hampshire, I looked at, uh, I, I listened to some of the recordings, I listened to, I looked at written statements, I looked at the physical, you know, the physical evidence that they stated that there was there. Quite honestly, um, if you really research it, um, it never happened. You know, we have these uh, people out there, like with anything, that have this uh, romantic 
ideation of mystery, scary things, unknown things, which, you know, compel them to uh, believe in things like this. I mean, let's face it, if there's no need to spend all the money on this stuff. I mean, if an extraterrestrial craft wants to visit Earth and it does and it lands, somebody's going to know about it. You don't need all this equipment to tell you something's landing. You know, boom, there it is. You know, I mean, if something comes out with three heads and two, four arms and, you know, six legs and, you know, it's either your ex-mother-in-law or an alien, one or the other, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, um, so I, I, I think that I under, understand the concept of the, um, I understand the concept of uh, MUFON. However, I'm I, I'm not I'm not sold on it. Not not even in the not even in the the nearest. Um, not, not I'm no no worry to convinced that um, it serves any practical purpose uh, for the money that's spent. To be quite honest with you, I mean. I'm just saying, I mean, you know, that's my opinion. It doesn't have to be your opinion or your beliefs, but think about it. How come every time somebody sees something, they record something, they photographs or something, the, the photos are blurred, long distance, nothing ever substantial, nothing definitive, nothing, nothing is ever, you know, Nothing can ever exactly prove that there's anything out there. I mean, yeah, I believe there is, but I don't believe that uh, all these people running around with cameras, you know, you see these things moving in erratic, you know, type of motions. I, I mean, there's a lot, you know, these little balls of light and this moving at this speed and that speed. But the fact of the matter is, you honestly don't know how many of these are hoaxes and believe that maybe the government will make things up like this to dissuade you and distract you from other things that are going on, especially test aircrafts. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen a lot of military stuff well, that they have and, you know, their aircrafts and this, that, and the other thing and <clears throat> all of that kind of stuff. But, you know... simple distraction to make people think that there's something else out there than what's really going on. It happens every day. It happens, <clears throat> you know, with the military. It happens all over the place. Um, so, you know, and there's a lot of other things. I, I just want to read this. Um, this is kind of really, really weird here. I, I just, I just pulled up, um, I just pulled up MUFON on Wikipedia, and I just, something just caught my eye real fast, it says, let me see, in July 20, July of 2020, MUFON Executive Director Jay Harzen, who at a 2003 symposium claimed to have been visited as a child by a uh, 
humaning alien who was arrested in uh, Newport Beach, California on charges of soliciting sex from a law enforcement detective posing as a 13-year-old girl in response to the arrest MUFON leadership reported that hasn't has been permanently removed as the, uh, well, that's really got nothing to do with what we're talking about, so, um, so we'll just get rid of that. We don't need that shit. Um, <clears throat> you know, let me see. The organization has been criticized for its focus on uh, science, and critics say its investigation fails to use scientific methods. Well, there's another problem. <coughs> you know, people are just using, you know, it's like tr going into a homicide and, you know, making speculations on what you think is going on instead of what really happened because you're not using um, scientific methods to prove or disprove something. So, you know, you know, I'm all for you if you want to, you know, go out there looking for things flying around and, you know, and all this kind of stuff, you, you know, you join your organizations and this and that, but um, I'm not thoroughly convinced that <clears throat> any of this is uh, significant. I, I don't see it having a significant purpose, to be quite honest with you. I just see it as a, um, I don't know, just a hobby. You know, um, do I believe it's ever going to produce anything substantial, evidentiary, with physical evidence that actually comes up with something? Uh, I don't think so. The only way you're going to know if there's any extraterrestrial um, craft is if, is if it lands on the, on the front lawn of the White House, like uh, the day the Earth stood still, or uh, they attack like War of the Worlds. But then again, we ha we are always under the presumption that they are smarter than we are. How do you know that? How do you know they're not like living under rocks on another planet, you know? You don't know that. You know, you, you're always assuming that, you know, they're going to come down, they're going to blow the earth up, they're going to kill everybody, yada, yada, yada. They're smart. You know, look at War of the Worlds. I mean, you know. I mean, in, uh, on October 31st, 1938, Orson Welles scared half of the country into <clears throat> bailing out of their houses, heading for the hills, uh, people out there with guns shooting uh, water towers, thinking they were UFOs. Um, so with that being, be, being said, you know, um, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a taker on this. I'm sorry about that, but... Uh, I'm just not, just not the, just not going to be a taker on this one. This is uh, season two, episode two thirteen of uh, the Night Stalker podcast. I am Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the podcast, and we're going to be do, doing a couple, a uh, couple more things. Um, I seem to be getting a lot of hits on, uh, you know, some of my comments uh, that I that I made. Um, on, on one uh, topic uh, called personal baggage uh, and there was one right after that uh, which had to do with um, 
being able to make a decision. Uh, people seem to, although it doesn't fall in, into our narrative of um, UFOs, uh, you know, missing people, unidentified bodies, and uh, unsolved homicides, for some reason it does seem to draw the attention of people, and um, if it draws our attention, we want to bring them in, because obviously we want as many listeners as we can, and, um, you know, feel free to, one way or the other, send me any type of uh, questions, comments, or confusion you have. Uh, I use the um, Anchor Radio, so um, I don't really check the messages on that that much. Maybe I should, maybe I will right when I'm done with this, but uh, send it. Eventually I will find it and get to it. But until then, I will see you uh, episode 214.